the second episode of the Yokai Paradise nice Podcast. I don't really have a lot to say, but over these next few episodes, I think I'm going to try and play around with the format a little bit and see what works. You know, I'm kind of aiming for a spooky atmosphere, kind of something akin to telling ghost stories around a campfire. You know, kind of offer a narrative and formative way of telling these stories of yokai and urban legends. So I think everyone's feedback is, you know, really important and is always extremely helpful. But other than that, I don't have a lot to say, and let's move on to our story for today. Now we have a very appropriate tale for you all. A very fitting story for a very uncertain time. This is the tale of a creature said to bring bountiful harvest. That just by looking at it, it is able to cure one of disease. It has a very peculiar appearance, and seeing it for yourself would most definitely question your reality. It is a monster with many features, with hair long like a human, a body that's scaly like a fish, three fins for legs, and a beak like a bird. It also emits a light that can be seen from a far off distance. This creature is the Amabie. Now, the story takes place in Higo province, off the shore of what is now modern day Kumamoto Prefecture during the spring of 1846. This sighting of the Amabie is the only one ever recorded. A bright light could be seen for days off the coast. A government official, who I imagine grew concerned over this mysterious light, decided to take a boat out to see what was causing this phenomenon. As the official grew closer and closer, the light revealed itself to be something that is out of this world. That light revealed itself to be the Amabie. The government official sat in his boat in disbelief, and I imagine that disbelief turned to apprehension because the official was not sure whether this bizarre creature was malevolent or not. After a few moments, the government official realized that the supernatural creature was benevolent when it introduced itself as the Amabie. The government official realized the Amabie had a message for him. It proceeded to prophesize that there will be six years of bountiful harvest, but that what preceded those six years would be an outbreak of disease. The Amabie goes on to proclaim that the only way to prevent the spread of said disease is by showing its image to as many people as possible so that it will protect them. And that was the tale of the Amabie. An ominous story like that can give people the ability to make sense of such a strange time. I can only imagine how people felt about this news when the government official presented it to them and what it was foretelling. It could maybe be somewhat similar to how people are feeling with the current situation we're all dealing with at the moment. But it is important to point out that stuff like this gives people a kind of solace. When we're stuck at home, not really able to do the things that we want to do, we try to search for some sense of community or belonging. Thankfully, for social media, people have been able to connect with one another to some extent. The hashtag Challenge has become quite popular since the start of the pandemic. People and companies have been participating in the social media trend 
where everyone is posting their own interpretations of the prophetic yokai. These interpretations have been presented in different visual mediums, and the most prominent ones that I've seen are illustrations of the mermaid monster. Several manga artists have posted their own takes of the Amabie, including arguably the most popular horror mangaka or manga creator, Junji Ito. Companies and shops in Japan have also been taking part in the Amabie frenzy since the pandemic started. These companies have been getting creative with their products by infusing them with the image of the Amabie on them. A shop in Osaka called Tintin has been selling face mask and hand sanitizer with the Amabie on it. A fabric manufacturer company has even made a piece of fabric that has a gold amibie sewn into it. A sweet shop in Akita Prefecture have been selling wagashi and cookies in the shape of and with images of the virus carrying yokai on it. Also, just want to quickly point out that before we move on, that the amibie could have very well been the yokai amabiko, and the amibie could have very possibly been a misspelling of that since both yokai kind of look similar to each other and were also very popular at the time. Aside from the amibie, yokai were used as amulets to protect against disease, which was a common tradition in Japan at the time. Uh, typically, images of oni were used to ward off the disease, but there were a few other variants of yokai that were also said to protect from disease. The Niodo, the Amehiko no Mikoto, and the Arie. Not a lot is known why the Amebie and the many variations of these pandemic yokai got so popular, but one could theorize that the thoughts of some disease wiping out a village was enough to scare people into thinking that these mysterious creatures existed and would protect them from whatever disease were to come around. People on social media are sharing their Amebie creations on all platforms. People making sushi and sweets in the shape of our prophetic mermaid yokai. The food people have made, I think, have been probably the most creative and can also give you some ideas for your own food themed creations if that's something that you're into. The cutest one I think I've seen thus far is someone dressing their adorable cat up in a knitted Amebie costume. The production company of arguably the most popular figure in the world of yokai, Shigeru Mizuki, posted their own pictures of the Amebie on their Twitter account. I think they're probably the ones that could be credited for starting the Amabie boom, uh, but I'll link all of these in the description below. Even the Japanese government got in on the Amabie hype. The Ministry of Health, Labor, and Welfare created an image with the Amabie plastered on it telling people to stop the spread of the virus by not gathering in large groups and to follow the three C's. The three C's, or Senmitsu, are as follows. Avoid closed spaces, crowds, and close contact situations. The three C's was also chosen as the top buzzword for Japan last year. Now, the Amabie boom has been fun to witness and enjoyable to see everyone's creations and interpretations of this whole phenomenon, but again, it is important to point out this has impacted people's lives, and I'm sure it has affected everyone in different ways, but what I hope it has done is help people make sense of such a surreal moment in history. This has helped people find comfort while stuck at home and isolated from friends and family. And I think that about does it for this episode of the Yokai Paradise Podcast. We made our first episode where we actually talked about Yokai. So let me know what you thought of the episode by rating it and leaving a review. Your feedback is always extremely important in helping this podcast be as good as possible. And I definitely want to know what I could do better and what should be changed to give you guys the best listening experience I, that I can. So stay weird, stay spooky, and always stay curious.